Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Driving by a gas station this morning. See, it's up to a buck seventy-five again. Yeah, went up five cents, I think, last night. And uh, climbing. And uh, so many of us, if you're in the market for a new vehicle, lucky just buying a new car. So I guess you're not going to be looking at anything new for a while. But right. your next vehicle might very well be a decision between gas and electric. And it seems uh, at this stage, if uh, the gas prices continue to climb, I was talking to a, a family member who sells cars. And I said, I don't know if in my lifetime I will own an electric car. I said, I'm sure my, my boys at some point were. And he said, no, it's coming along so quickly. Chances are your next uh, vehicle could very well be an electric car. And I, I don't know anything about them. I've never done any research. We are in the, the market for a, a, another car, whether it's electric or not. Probably not this go around. But uh, now with Ontario uh, putting more charging stations in and heading in that direction, it seems inevitable that more and more of us will be driving electric rather than gas. And I think certainly if you're in a two-car household... Where, you know, you have one car, you know, my family, we have one you know, van basically that we drive for most of our family outings, a lot mm. of big hockey trips and all sort of things all happen in that. And in another vehicle that's basically the, the, the city grocery getter and, mm. you know, gets me to work in back. And that vehicle could certainly be an electric one. I, I think, you know, the downsides of electric vehicles right away were distance, right? How far mm. could it go? I saw an ad last night for, you know, it was a BMW uh, one that they're just introducing now, like an SUV mm. that you know, the, the range is 550 kilometers. Is it on a, on a battery, on a full a battery? Yeah. Wow. So, you know, when you look at that, you think, all right, well, you don't want to, I don't know if you want to test it going to Kingston and back mm. and run out of juice, you know, on the way back. But then again, if you can stop on an en route uh, to have lunch for an hour there and charge up for a bit, uh, that might change things uh, for you. Uh, and I was reading recently kind of about it, and and it comes down to the cost per, the way this article had done it, was the cost per 100 kilometers, mm. right? What does it cost you to drive 100 kilometers in your average gas vehicle versus uh, a full electric? And it came down to basically in a gas vehicle, you're looking at about $10 per 100 kilometers okay. when you fill up with gas. An electric vehicle will cost you two. Wow. So the difference is is substantial. is substantial, but they didn't factor into that. And, and I think one worry that the old school, you know, kind of shying away from battery operated and electric might say is, well, how long do these batteries last? That would be a concern because anything we have that's battery operated, when the battery starts to go, it hold, does not hold a charge and it costs more than the unit itself to replace. We all have cell phones and they all, before the life of the cell phone goes, mm. the battery does, right? And mm -hmm. and you start getting these problems where, oh, I won't hold a charge, I can't go a whole day, right? So. Is that going to happen with these batteries? And, and and people have concerns about that. And when it comes to replacing those batteries, how much is that going to be? Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, you know, gas-powered vehicles have engines, and you have to, as well, you have to uh, continually service those. You have to do a lot of regular maintenance with a, an electric vehicle as well. But it comes down to having to replace that battery, and how much will that be? So far, uh, I haven't heard a lot of complaints from Tesla owners uh, about that. What does a Tesla owner have anything to complain <laughs> exactly. about? Exactly. But but it, the technology is still pretty new. 
when you think of, oh, man, in, in four or five years, I'm going to have to replace the batteries in mm. these things for $15,000 mm-hmm. because that you have to factor into it. Yeah, well, and with technology and the way it's going, you, you would think that if that is an issue, and if anybody knows, you're more than welcome to chime in, 855-432-ROCK. What do these batteries cost in an electric vehicle? And I know that you can equip your home. There's units that you can have uh, electricians come in and, and set up, but those units aren't cheap either. So, yeah, there's, there's and well, to this, charge but, the battery overnight. But this study did you know, kind of take into account the two, I think it's about two grand to set mm-hmm. up that the system in your house. Mm-hmm. And then the co- over the cost of a year per hundred kilometers, it'll cost you two bucks, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, how much is it costing to run your electricity overnight? Well, the chances are it's cheaper than what you're paying for gas right now. And look... And a lot cheaper. For so many people, uh, certainly around the GTA, long drives, uh, daily commutes are just a part of, of your lifestyle. You know, go, going across the 407 and the 401 every single day. When gas is $1.80 and $1.75 and it's costing you 200 or $300 a week to fill up your car... The idea of, you know, spending whatever a battery would cost if you have to replace it every five years uh, seems like it would uh, level out, you know, because gas is not coming down. It's, you know, it took a pandemic to bring it down under a buck. It's probably never going down below a buck. I don't know. What's what's something we would hope for? A buck 40 maybe? And I highly doubt it's ever going down about a buck 50. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever see that again. Jerry just wrote in. He said he's heard that. Batteries last around seven years and are about eight grand to replace. Okay, so well, it might it might very well be worth it. I certainly am not opposed to the idea. So, where are all these charging stations going to be going then? Uh, they'll go to the on routes. Okay, good uh, for some. And then uh, you're talking about the uh, carpool lots. Mm. Uh, they're talking about arenas and parks, mm-hmm. and just uh, and then municipal municipalities will have a fund that they can. Uh, can apply to to put into your city-run facilities as well. Very good. Yeah. No, the idea uh, could very well be uh, not that far away. I never thought in my lifetime that I would own one, but uh, and I think it's coming. Here's something else to add to the list of chaos on our planet. There's a uh, huge boulder in Japan called the Killing Stone. It's about six feet tall, 26 feet around. Kind of like shaped like me. <laughs> Uh, according to legend, there's been a demon trapped inside of it for 900 years. Oh. Kind of like me. <laughs> but maybe not anymore because the stone split in half. Ooh. Legend has it an evil nine-tailed fox took the form of a beautiful woman in the 12th century and tried to overthrow the empire. And where Foxy Lady came from? <laughs> At the same time it was written, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Jimmy was around yeah. in the 12th century. <laughs> He's playing a lute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, this nine-tailed fox uh, tried to uh, take over. But a warrior killed her, and her spirit got imprisoned in the rock. Okay. Now some people are worried her spirit is free, and she's going to wreak havoc on everyone. But... There's also uh, some good news to this. Another version of the legend says freeing her spirit might actually be a great thing and will help heal the world. Right. Okay. Here's, here's my theory on it. It was a big stone and it split. <laughs> Stop, period, end of story. It's in Japan, though. I mean, they, they a lot of their culture is based on history, yeah. legend, right? So local officials started seeing cracks in the boulder a few years ago. 
they think rainwater got in and froze, and that's what finally broke it. In I two. mean, if you believed in that legend, yeah, that there was a demon trapped inside, and you saw this thing starting to crack, it's kind of like an egg, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, the, the hatching demon. I could see how that would freak some people out. Sure, especially if you lived right near it, right? Um, well, especially if you've gone through a pandemic for two years, and now we're getting havoc. Yeah, yeah. Great. Just another, another thing to worry about. Um, now, some people. There's debates about what they should do with it. Some people want the the two pieces cemented together. Others think you should just leave it as is. The second option seems to be safer since the rock supposedly kills anyone who touches it. Oh. It must be fairly guarded. (laughs) Now we know why it was called the killing stone. Do you like to talk? Are you a talker? Do you enjoy talking? Well, there's a career website that ranked the best jobs for people who love to hear themselves talk. And funny enough, this job isn't on the list. <laughs> How is that so? Although they have news anchors, so maybe right. uh, maybe we're in that category. Uh, fitness instructor, like your spin instructor who yells okay. to keep you motivated. That's right. A telemarketer, although aren't you getting yelled at mostly <laughs> rather wow. than talking? You're only talking for a few seconds before they hang up on you. Yeah. A counselor. And doctors, like listening to other people's problems and then talking to them about it. Right. And a professor, of course, because you stand in front of a classroom and talk to the gotcha. students. So. And then news anchor does show up on the list. Motivational speaker, hairstylist. Got to be tough. You, know, you go to the, get your hair cut or whatever, and you can just, you know, when if you're a waiter, if you're dealing with the, the general public, it's it's mere minutes, you know. Hey, how are you? Take the order, move on to the next table, keep circulating around the restaurant. A hairdresser is stuck with you mm. for as long as it takes. And I applaud them because they got to listen to all of us drone on. How was your day? Right. Well, it's interesting, though, because, you know, there are people who just love having that ability to have different conversations with different people throughout their day, mm. right? New people are coming in all the time. And they're having conversations. The one that, that that gets me, the people that love to have conversations, are dental hygienists. <laughs> right. You know, they love to talk through it, but you can't talk back to them. <laughs> and you got great points you <laughs> want to make. <laughs> uh, influencer also on the list, and that is because it is the number one job, a YouTube influencer or Instagram influencer. It's the number one job kids want now. Right, yeah. Well, and if you like talking, you, you, boy, there are people who post constantly mm. these reels or videos of themselves just talking through things. You know, just talking. Mm-hmm. For the sake of talking and posting a video of themselves doing whatever they're doing for the sake of posting it. I uh, Recently, somebody sent me a, a photo of some woman on her OnlyFans account yep. who is now the uh, largest breasts in all of North America. Oh. Yeah, I uh, framed it. <laughs> I'm on something else uh, instead of OnlyFans. I'm I'm on uh, no fans. Right, that's, that's what I'm a part of. Now, perhaps you're uh, you're watching your diet, or maybe you got somebody in your life, a parent or somebody who's uh, dealing with some high blood pressure, that kind of stuff. And salt doctors will always say, you know, uh, remove the salt. You want to help lower the uh, the blood pressure. Lose some weight and lose the salt. It's tough though because salt really does enhance food, especially you know. When you when you cook with it, uh, it's a real balance. So I always find with salt because you got all these different varieties. You got coarse and you got gourmet coarse, and you got a fine and you got table salt. And and, uh, and I'm never really quite sure which one to use and in what combination. But uh, 
it really is tasty. And I, uh, I got to admit, I have an addiction to salty snacks and, oh, yeah. you know, like chips. And, I, and of course, I love anything uh, pickled and salty. So uh, I have to watch that stuff. And, and there are always all sorts of things on the market, like almost salt or nearly salt. There's these other salt substitutes. But everybody right. says they don't, they don't taste very good. So I guess somebody decided a little research was done to figure out if you could combine different spices to replace salt. So these researchers took things like basil and garlic powder and pepper and combined them all. Nothing was working. Nothing was uh, replacing that great sting of salt. Of course not. Right. Um, but then they stumbled upon chipotle seasoning. Okay. And supposedly they say, and I don't know if this is available in Canada, sometimes restaurant chains you'll see like swiss chalet you can saw, buy their powder yeah. for their sauce yeah there's all sorts of those things i don't know if i think you can i don't know if it's one directly from the restaurant chain chipotle mm-hmm, but right. I mean, chipotle itself is a is a flavor right right and well, they have chipotle restaurants in canada so oh yeah well then probably it is available so chipotle seasoning supposedly was the only one that made a big difference people had a harder time guessing how much salt was in their food when Chipotle was in it as well. Okay. So yeah, I don't, it, even, think it, I, I don't it, even think I knew that, that Chipotle was a seasoning. I thought it was just a restaurant chain. I believe it's a flavor. Oh, yeah. okay. But but um, yeah, it must have some, like, sodium in it as well, yeah, right? Yeah, probably it's just not all sodium, right? You know, it's, it, I, it's funny when, um, when watching food, and I notice this now with having a, a vegetarian in the house, a lot of times, of course, they got to substitute. They need their proteins. They need their whatever. But there seems to also be, and maybe there's there's vegetarians uh, listening who who can uh, agree with this or or understand it. So so my son's girlfriend will will buy different things for her own eating habits, and a lot of it is just you know so sodium based. It's almost like you know you won't eat a, ch- a chicken breast, right? But you'll eat a box with seventy eight percent sodium in yeah. it. Like Chipotle itself is a chili. Like it's a pepper, oh, okay. right? There's oh. a chipotle pepper. All right, well, chipotle seasoning, whatever that is. Yeah, so we'll there's a, a seasoning that tastes like that pepper, I yeah. guess. It's a smoky flavor to it. All right, so it, it said that uh, people uh, couldn't guess if they had uh, the chipotle seasoning or salt. Okay. So, and I guess, you know, it's a, it's going to be better for you than the, than the salt. Tough to remove the salt. I mean, we certainly... You know, avoid putting it on the table if you can. Cook with it. But then <laughs> you cook all this food and insult, and then someone goes and throws a bucket of salt on top of it. <laughs> I mean, I had to when I was a kid with my mother's cooking. Right. The only way you could choke it back was with a, you have to take a pitchfork into a Windsor salt mine. Right. And uh, bring it out a dump truck of salt to the table. Anyhow. Well, well, now, especially too, when you're having a big family gathering and you got all the dietary restrictions that are yeah. happening. You know, the, the yep. ones on the low-sodium diet, everybody's on a low-sodium oh, yeah. diet. Yeah. <laughs> That's and when I, you see that salt shaker make, make its way around the table. And it also seems to me to be a bit of an insult to the person who's done the cooking. It's kind of like you go to a nice steakhouse and ask for HP sauce or ketchup. Right. gotcha. You go to somebody's house for dinner and they put out the food and you ask for salt. Basically, you're saying, your food sucks <laughs> and I need to salt this up to choke <laughs> it down. What would you give up for six months to be able to save money to go on a big vacation. I don't know. Have we given up in the last two years mm. to save some money? Probably still spent it in other areas. Probably a lot of online shopping. Uh, yeah, that and uh, and home improvements, right? Yeah. I think a lot of people have done it and maybe sunk into uh, lines of credit. Mm-hmm. And with the price, remember, with the price of two by fours had like skyrocketed mm-hmm. early on. 
Well, I don't know. I have a savings account, a rainy day account, and over the two, last two years, it hasn't increased. It's decreased. Right. So uh, I think we still found other ways to spend our money. But people said uh, they would give up concerts for six months. Well, okay. Like we said, we did, we did that. Right. Uh, stop buying clothes. I, I just think there's, there's so much online shopping. You know, my house now, now that we've got uh, Daniel and his girlfriend living with us, Amazon is at my house every day. Really? I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're building bombs in the basement or something. I don't know what's you going know, on. You don't uh, peruse any of these packages that are coming in? I just look at whoever it's addressed to, and I yell, package, and I drop it on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. You don't ask? Nah. They're paying for it. It's not coming out of my pocket. True. I don't care. I only ask when I know it's coming out of my pocket. Right. Um... We'd give, we'd give up massages and spa treatments for six months to afford a big vacation. Well, that would make sense, I think, because, I mean, if you're going to be pampered on vacation. Mm-hmm. I'd give up the rub and tug for six. <laughs> <laughs> They'd think I passed away. What happened, what happened to Mr. Van? Oh, no. Where is he? Uh, no trips to the movies for six months. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is a tough one because this, for me... Uh, well, there's a couple of things that would be tough for me. One, giving up the the, the wine. Oh, if someone said, "Hey, you want to go to like uh, if you just give up drinking for six months, you can afford a great vacation." I go, "I guess we're not going away." <laughs> Stay at home. If you gave it up for a month, you could. What do you think you'd save for a vacation? Uh, like, what do you think you spend budget wise oh. in a month? Well, listen, I, the wine I drink is not your top shelf stuff. No, but so it's, it's, I'm it's a, 20 bucks. Uh, a little less than that. Right. It's on sale right now for sixteen ninety five. Oh, I know exactly. Okay. And I probably go through, uh, I can go through about three to four of those a week. Yeah. So whatever that is, say 20 bucks times four. And some other boozes or just wine now? That's usually just wine. Right. I mean, I have beer in the fridge and I might have one or two. I, I am so off of beer. I can't remember the last time I had one. It's more a summer drink, I think, sometimes. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, I'll have the odd sip of whiskey yeah. in the evening. On the weekends, I'll, I'll sip the whiskey. Okay. So uh, 20, 40, 60, it's uh, 100 bucks a week. Yeah. 400 a month. Okay. Over six, uh, you're still not getting that great. It's only two, yeah, a couple grand. Um, But avoiding restaurants. Could you give up going to restaurants? Now, again, in normal times, yeah. We, okay, we haven't been going to restaurants because of the pandemic, but... I'm a huge fan of restaurants. I love dining out. Mm-hmm. I really do. You realize now that, you know, we're back into dining out more. Yeah. Like how much you really do spend dining out when you add the alcohol to the bill. Like, yeah, we, we were doing takeout and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you go out and you add the alcohol to the bill, you're like, oh, my goodness. Like that bottle of wine you were buying is now 50 bucks. Oh, I know. <laughs> in the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. I remember like being younger and, and being naive to all of that. I remember occasionally we'd go out to dinner somewhere and... We'd order a bottle of wine, and as you said, you'd pay 50 bucks for it or something. You'd go, this is really a nice wine. We should remember this. Write this down. I'm going to buy it at the LCBO. And then you go to the LCBO, and it's 18 bucks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or homeless. less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That seems reasonably <laughs> priced. Man, they really made, they really sold Val Policelli <laughs> <laughs> on, on that restaurant menu. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.